Good evening, good afternoon, folks, and I am back once again. I take breaks every now and then uh, because, you know, life gets in the way. And sometimes you just need a little sabbatical from uh, doing some additional things that you do for, aside from your nine to five. But Orlando Hangs and welcome back to another session of Career Talks. Definitely super excited. I just keep having amazing guests uh, on this show to share content, advice, uh, their story, and tonight is no short of that. So I have this amazing, young, talented lady uh, out of New York City. She is a licensed social worker, turned recruiter, turned entrepreneur, all in the same niche. She is doing it and doing it big. I can't wait for her to just go through her entire journey, um, give some advice. She is niched in this space. So she is definitely someone. If you are looking to get into social work or doing it uh, and are struggling, she is the go-to person. Uh, I just want to welcome Miss Harlene Vasquez. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Happy what? Tuesday. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. And what folks don't know, we it took us, it felt like a year. We were planning this since last year, right? Mm-hmm. And then I went on vacation, started a new <laughs> job. Then I was sick. I'm like, talk about never the perfect time. <laughs> right. This is the perfect time. We we got together at the right time. So this is the perfect time. But yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, we, we're connected on LinkedIn. We follow each other's journey. But uh, what what was most interesting and why I wanted you to come on was that as you transitioned, as I did the intro from a licensed social worker, uh, two, you wanted to jump into the recruiting space, but you also do career coaching, um, all within social working. So that that is a rare bird uh, for someone <laughs> to take different leaps and bounds, but still keep it niche, which I absolutely love about that. So uh, before we dive in, just share with the folks more about who you are and, and what you do. Of course, where do I even start? So as Orlando said, I am a licensed social worker here in the state of New York City. Um, I've been in the field about, you know, eight years in the field of social services and hey June, so happy to see you here. I have primarily worked um, eight years primarily in the field of social service, working in un with underserved communities and especially, you know, children and families around complex trauma. Um, and, you know, I've always, being a social worker myself, I am in, in how you say, uh, literally a natural career cheerleader. And when I say that is that if you know me, right, you know my personality, I'm a huge extrovert. And I come from a place of I am always thriving and I'm always, you know, reaching towards professional development. Like that's who I am. And every role that I have held within my social work career has a big chunk has been you know, helping others achieve their own professional goals. So it's just something that, of course, I'll dive into my journey shortly. But again, I am a Latinx woman of color here in um, New York City. Um, and yeah, I'm all about social work. So I'm just excited to really dive in. 
Awesome. 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 So you're right. The, the most fundamental question I'll ask to get us started is what got you into social work? Is there a family history of folks in this profession? How did that all start for you? The golden question. So I do not have any social workers in my family. I will say that I really got into social work because of my upbringing. I was raised by a single mother. I grew up in low income, you know, lack of resources at that time. Um, and I always knew that I wanted to help others. I just didn't know in what capacity. Maybe I thought teacher, maybe I thought, you know, a nurse or anything like that. I just know that I was meant to be within the helping profession. Of course, at that time, I did not know that my path was going to be social work. But again, it was just more about the helping profession. I first got my bachelor's in psychology from Hunter College here in New York. And then slowly but surely led me into social work. I have my master's in social work from Fordham University. So it's just something that, you know, one thing led to another through my previous roles and previous encounters, of course, networking. Um, I just, you know, I ended up in this particular path. Love that. Love that. So uh, talk to us how long you've been a social worker and then what began that path on converting to well, well career coaching came first. You were doing that before you transitioned to uh, becoming a recruiter, correct? Correct. Yes. I so am talk, brand new to recording. <laughs> <laughs> talk to us about that. So you've been in social work for so long and then you're like, you know what? Are people starting to ask you questions, how to get in the field to where you pivoted? And now it started to leverage your expertise in this business and turn it into a business. Absolutely. So, you know, throughout my eight years of being in the social work field, I have been really, really invested within the social work community, currently serve on two social work boards. If you're in New York, you're going to know the current boards that I'm talking about, which which one of them is NASW NYC. I'm a co-chair for one of their chapters, and I'm also an active board member for the Latino social work scholarship fund, which raises, you know, funds to give scholarships to, you know, uh, upcoming Latinx students who are committed to social work. So it's something that, you know, me going back to my overall self when it comes to really being invested in others' professional growth. I mean, I've held, you know, I've been a supervisor and all of those things. And in all my roles, and of course, my colleagues, even interns, before I even did career coaching, I was always the go-to person when it came to, oh, Harleni, help me with my resume. Oh, help me with interview prep. You know, I, I need a job. You know, help me. It was I was always the go-to person. And for honestly, for about like two years and a half, I did all of this for free. Like I was not thinking about, you know, career coaching, entrepreneurship, starting a business. I'm just like, okay, I'm the go-to person. I'll, I'll help, right? And it, it I, honestly, I think it started fall 2019. Um, Well, my fiance now, he had told me an idea. He was like, why don't you start sharing all of this value, you know, sharing content? Because I'm pretty sure... Others want to hear your message and all of those things. And I said, I guess, you know, might as well start on Instagram. I wasn't that active on LinkedIn as I am now. But at the beginning, I was on Instagram just sharing value and just, you know, I'm talking about um, um, interview prep and resume writing, all those things. And then the moment that I started identifying, number one, being a Latina woman and being a woman of color and being a social worker, people that are attracted to me. They're like, wow, you know, the social worker, like all those things. I love your content. And from that moment, again, fall 2019, which next year, actually, again, next year, 
my brain next month i hit two years officially of my business so it's just coming from a place october 2019 i just started to you know get into career coaching you know i just started first with like charging for resumes and all those things interview prep and again slowly but surely the moment that i started building that particular platform the community started to grow and the demand started to grow even more which i was like okay i'm on to something right like when i say i'm on a mission to elevate the social work profession i truly mean it like i think we've spoken before i'm just not a yeah. regular career coach here helping social workers land jobs like no like i'm literally invested in the community i've collaborated with huge you know, within the social work industry, and I'm only getting started because I really, I want to hype things up. I really want to <laughs> elevate change. So that's really much like a lot. I know we're, I don't want to jump to answering questions that you're going to ask me, but again, I'm very committed. <laughs> so, so where's that? Cause that's interesting, right? So you get some folks like I've been a recruiter for 20 years and my natural progression would be to do career coach, right? I'm, I'm already in the industry looking at resumes, interviewing, et cetera. For you, what was that switch like what tools and tips did you pick up to say other than they know like harlena's the go-to person she's killing her hard job she knows her stuff she's invested in the community she's a part of this board but what made you think like yeah i can help the next person i can write their resume i can coach you through the interview process or walk you through how to get licensed and so where did that click at what point Absolutely. I think I would say is number one, me being a previous job seeker myself and, you know, learning all of those tools. I had to learn how to market myself. I, learned, I had to learn how to interview with confidence and not like choke up on my words. Like I really had to learn that from myself. But most importantly, I was able to see that, you know, before I even got into recruiting, before I got into career coaching, like I mentioned, be, being a supervisor and interviewing and recruiting social workers, you know, staff from my particular department back then, I had to go you know, I, I kind of started seeing a thread. I'm like, I'm like, okay, this particular person, you know, maybe struggling. So I, that was more of like data now that I think about, about it. But again, I, I wasn't a career coach back then. So when it comes to, I think it was just starting in basically yeah, at the beginning, obviously the beginning, just um July around, um, oh my God, I'm thinking timeline. If we had a board, it would be so much easier. Because <laughs> I'm like literally thinking back right now. I'm like, okay, July 2019. I'm literally making a, <laughs> a particular calendar here. But basically fall, mm -hmm. right? By then I was also, you know, already in the social work field, um, supervising and all of those things. So I think I would say pretty much like my own data. Um, and then of course I will get into how I landed um, my job now being a social work recruiter shortly. So talk, just in case you had questions. <laughs> right, right. Because we talked about that. Um, and you blessed, we, blessed me with telling me uh, ahead of time. So I was like, oh, I'm getting some inside information. Um, right. So the so previews of, of your transition, which was cool. So what sparked that change to go full time into recruiting? Because in and still keep just perfect. But what made you say, you know what? I'm gonna make this a full-time thing now to where I can really help people and stay. And how did you navigate staying in the industry? Perfect question. So the, I'm gonna start off with LinkedIn. 
So let me tell you, in my previous role, again, I was a supervisor for a nonprofit organization working with children and families around complex trauma. So already, obviously, my employer and my employer now also knows that I have my own business, right? It's all about disclosing. But it just coming from a place around that time and maybe like spring at the beginning. Yeah, spring almost going into summer. Um, I already knew that, okay, my time in social services is I'm like, I'm already like stepping into another level, like another part of me that I'm ready to serve even more. And I feel like for me, everyone is different. So you're a social worker. I'm not saying that you don't belong in social services. It just really be into tune with your current, you know, goals and all those things. So I already knew that, you know, me stepping out of social services, it was about time. You know, at one point I was thinking maybe higher ed work with social workers. All I know that I still wanted to be invested in the community. So now this is LinkedIn. Again, if people have been following me for the last two years, everyone can see that I have grown and my community has grown over time, especially within the social work industry. So with that being said, I secure my current role because of LinkedIn. They reached out to me. I didn't reach out. You know, they told me, hey, we've been following you. We love what you're doing. We support what you're doing. We currently have this role, which which we feel that you will be perfect for. So my current role in my nine to five, I'm a talent equity manager. So I recruit social workers for our community schools here in New York City. So talk about peer alignment, because again, something that, you know, I feel that is just all about opening one chapter leading to another chapter and everything just flows perfectly so if you're in new york city and you're a licensed social worker and you feel that you want to work in a school message me and we can definitely chat right on the side (laughs) regarding opportunities for that but it's just something like you never know the opportunities that's going to present itself until you start putting yourself out there that's why i told my clients all the time networking it's going to lead to opportunities. Your, you know, your network is your net worth. And there's something mm-hmm. about everything that you do should be intentional and direct because you never know who you're going to come into, you know, you, wow. who you're going to meet. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's, uh, that, that's pretty cool. The fact that you wasn't even looking, they reached out to you because of your, your networking and your brand, your personal brand on LinkedIn, leveraging the tool, le- leveraging this platform here. And then they're, they're telling you, Hey, your talent and value what we see is something that's going to be an asset for us. Like that's, that's huge. Absolutely. And that's what I teach my clients. I'm like, listen, sometimes, yes, you know, currently feeling stuck, not unsure of your next move, like talk to people, get on LinkedIn, just, you know, don't go there. Like I'm going to just, you know, search a job. Like it's not really that like the opportunity, of course, if you need to find a job, but I'm just saying if you are in a place that you're able to be selective and you have the space and just the room to really figure things out, LinkedIn is a platform to be. You can hold conversations before roles are even posted because you never know again who you're going to come into. So when it comes to uh, when you started your, your business, what were some of the first things you tackled? Was it just resume? then interviewing, then LinkedIn. What, what was that that segue like? So at the beginning, I was, because, you know, I was still thinking, figuring things out. I was mm-hmm. really just doing um, resume and, like, strategy sessions, you know, just one-on-one. But then, of course, like, again, this is going to differ for every field. For me, as a licensed social worker, working with social workers, I felt that one session wasn't enough. I felt that, you know, because, obviously, I am involved, 
um, and so many things. And I always say this, right? And and coming from a place of the reason why I only allow clients to work with me in the two capacities that I'm going to mention is because, like, again, I work full time. You know, I I'm involved with many different boards. I'm everywhere, right? So I have to ensure that I'm able to best utilize my time, but also be able to show up for my clients 110%. So at the beginning, I was doing all of these like one-off calls and just like resume writing. And I felt like it, it wasn't working for me besides obviously not being able to keep up, right? With, with all those things. And then also coming from a place of, I felt like I wasn't doing my best, you know, diligent. Like I wasn't, you know, really providing my clients with the ultimate transformation that they need because a huge emphasis in my work is mindset, really uncovering those limiting beliefs, maybe imposter syndrome, really tackling down, you know, what's holding them back. And that's something you cannot do in one particular session. So it's something that at this time, if you're a social worker, listen up, it's coming from a place of I either, you're either going to work with me for 12 weeks, right? One-on-one, or if you're more of a new recent grad or a student, you want more of that community and support. then I have my group program, which is social work graduate Academy. So at this time, things can change in the future. Those are the only two containers that I can offer, but best believe the transformation is like, priceless like I just get so excited because again I I give my 110% to my clients in these containers um and it's just successful they get successful successful results so besides mindset they get the entire container they get the entire picture so I go all in with resume LinkedIn you know cover letter interview prep you know, salary negotiation, they get the entire container. And I'm able to do that because again, I only work with a selected amount of clients at a time that I'm able to do that because of everything that's going on. And that's what worked for me. That's what worked for me. And I want to mention. <laughs> and I, I love what you said when you were explaining why you, you kind of wanted to make a little bit of shift because you wasn't happy with the level of you know, time in, in that you were putting into your clients. So you were like, no, this is this is not the level of execution I want to bring to the table. So and you'll find some folks out there that call themselves coaches and this and that and don't do that. So I love the fact that you're like, you know what? I'm customer focused first. Right. This is my name, my brand. Basically, I don't want them <laughs> coming on LinkedIn and blasting me or any anything like that saying, you know, Harleen is not what she says she's going to be. So I love that you're like, wait a minute. Let me refocus and make sure I'm giving value at a time. So with that, are, are you focused uh, on helping uh, social workers just in the New York area? Or do you have clients across the country? Great question. I have clients across the nation. It's not only awesome. in New York City. I even has, have had some clients in Canada. So I am everywhere because, again, it's something not I'm everywhere. I work everywhere. Yeah, you everywhere. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. It's just something because all of the all of the tools that I teach, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what state, country that you live in. It's still the same process, very personalized, like you said, right? And it's something, too, that within this particular process, I always offer free consultation calls. So if you're currently watching, you're not sure, my DMs are always open. Like, feel free to message me. Obviously, you're going to get an automatic response but that's just there because I can't respond to everyone. But best believe you're a social worker. I will give you my time. Promise that. So it's coming from a place of just, I always like to ensure that is a good fit for you. I have turned people down and I've always 
refer out. Like, I'm like, hey, I don't think we'll be a good fit. Again, it's something that I genuinely care. And all of my clients, if you're listening to me and you're one of my former <laughs> or current clients, you know, like when I go in, I go in. And again, this is what works for me. For anyone who's probably figuring out, you know, stepping into this entrepreneurship, I always say you need to analyze your everyday today, whether this will be your full-time job or you have another time job or you have family, kids, whatever it is, you have to analyze your everyday today and say, okay, when, what will be best for my current schedule? Where would I thrive the most? Right? Like again, if weekends for me, I don't do anything. I, I do not do anything on the weekends. I disconnect. I'm like, nope, it can wait for Monday. I'm not doing that. My clients know I disconnect. I turn off all my apps. That's just what worked for me. So I can have my sanity. So Monday to Friday, best believe I'm going to jam pack my schedule, but weekends, unless it's an event, <laughs> unless it's an event, I will show up. But when it comes to just work, like I just, I mentally checked out, but that's what works for me. I know people that can only work on the weekends. They only have time. That, that's fine. But for me, I need for my own self-care and sanity, the boundaries. <laughs> that works. That works. So what, what's the what's the demographic, if you know, of the social work space? Like, is that 70% women to 30% men? Or what does that look like if, if you're aware of that data? I think you said, I mean, it's majority women. Um, yeah, female, it's, it's majority. It's just, it's changing. It's changing. You know, it's just something that you never know, right? Like it's just, it's very mixed and it varies from state to state, of course, but it's just something, it's just a heavily, but I've had some male clients in the past as well. So it's just something that, but it's majority like, (laughs) and all those things, but it's just, you never know who you're going to encounter. I feel like if you have a passion, go for it. You want to help people go for it. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, and I know you, if for those folks who, who are watching live and may watch the replay, definitely connect and, and, and follow her, Lena, because she'll post some of her testimonials from her clients. But if you can share, I think you posted something recently, but uh, if you can share one of the highlights of successes that you've had after coaching someone, uh, what, what was their, their, where did they start and where did they finish after working with you? Of course, I always say, let's paint this picture of my ideal client and usually the results that usually come about. So my ideal client, again, I work with social workers in all stages from students all the way to season. I mean, I'm a millennial, but you know, like, hey, I don't discriminate. Like, as long as, you know, we feel that we're a great fit and I'm able to help you and you're open to being coached, then I'm and I'm all for it. But it's coming from a place of my client usually comes at a point where they currently, you know, don't feel confident. They feel like they're holding themselves back or they feel like they, they kind of, whether they're not clear on their next steps in their career, they probably want to seek a promotion and they're not sure. Or maybe they're a student and they're just overwhelmed with trying to navigate the job market after graduation. So it can be in many different containers. But the particular process that I guide my clients through, I would say like pillars, right? We focus on mindset. You know, we really help, I help them overcome those limiting beliefs and, you know, just feel more confident to just put themselves out there, right? And the next step is more of like the marketing and the personal branding, putting themselves out there. And of course, what I say is a hiring success when it comes to, you know, interviewing with confidence, being able to negotiate salary. And I will say I have a really high um, client success rate when it comes to actually finding a job. I always say after 
60 days after you actually, if you do the work after 60 days, I will guarantee that you would at least land four job interviews or more. After 60 days that you start putting in the work, not 60 days of us working together. And I feel like that's been kind of the data in the past two years. And I always tell my clients, listen, I'm here to empower you. I will provide you all the tools that you need to know to maybe edit your resume, LinkedIn, all that stuff. But I always tell my clients, like I have them do it first and then I'm, I'm kind of like um, the one that gets edits and reviews. But I am just very... Coming from a place of strength-based approach that is just coming from, I want my clients and which they do to leave out of working with me with knowing how to edit their resume, you know, all of those things just so they don't like, like rely, like, oh my God, I have to invest in someone again. No, like I want to give you all the tools right now. So this is, this can be for life. So it's just something I've helped, you know, my clients, I mean, recent successes. And of course, all of this, if you go to my LinkedIn profile and you go all the way to testimonials and as well as on my website, I have all of my testimonials there. But the most recent successes have been, you know, helping one of my clients secure a 17,000, you know, salary increase. Um, the other one was like 2K, um, 10K. Um, so it just, and there were recent grads as well. So just know it does not matter where you are in your social work career. The biggest thing is, your mindset, Huge. your mindset. That's the only thing that can hold you back. And of course, marketing. I'm pretty sure you, even if you were a career pivoter, like it's just, you never know what you have in your toolkit. <laughs> <laughs> love it. She is the real deal folks. So uh, I love that. So what got you? So the call that came in that got you recruited to the, to the current company you work for in your, your day job. And I'm going to jump back to, you know, your personal work as well. Um, what was it about saying, you know what, I'm a, I want to go into recruiting? What what was that thought process that's like, hey, let me give it a try? I would say that, you know, it, it really goes back to my community, the social work community, because, you know, I thinking back, like, let's say, obviously, there can be big companies, let's say like Amazon, Google, Facebook, I really, those are like big companies, right? But if I'm thinking back, like, yes, I probably would have taken it, right, explored it, but I wouldn't be as passionate as I am now because, again, when I'm saying I'm really invested, you know, in the, the social work community is something that, like, I really, really take to heart. Um, and it's something that, you know, again, the organization that I work for, which is Partnership with Children, I'm giving you all a shout out. Um, it's, you know, a very, like, a nonprofit organization. And, you know, this particular organization is run by social workers. So it's something that, you know, learning more about this organization and now being being able to be a part of, you know, basically the, the face of the organization and really bringing in great people to be able to do, you know, the work. Again, a lot of these schools that we have are underserved communities. So it really comes from a place of finding the best people to be able to serve other people, right? So it's just kind of like that chain of command that I just, I hold so close to heart. Um, yeah, so it's just something that I'm just, I'm just very passionate. And I just love that everything's in alignment. And again, anything that I can do to just help this profession thrive in any way, then that means I'm on the right path. Awesome. One of the things I failed to mention, um, you also have your own podcast on top of all of this. <laughs> Talk to us about the podcast, Ms. Vasquez. 
Yes, so I have a podcast. It's called Social Work Insiders. Season one actually just finished yesterday. So make sure to you check out my podcast called Social Work Insider. I actually released an episode with, you know, an amazing social worker who helps social workers pass their licensure exam. Um, You know, I spoke about my own journey, you know, hate and love relationship with that exam. So make sure that, you know, you haven't checked it out. Make sure to binge watch because season two... <laughs> And the new year is coming in hot. So just make sure, you know, and again, this particular platform is something that don't worry, you're just not going to go there and talk, listen to about resume and cover letter. Like we're talking about everything related within that can enhance your professional development. You know, I've, I bring social workers talking about maybe getting their doctorate or, you know, um, starting their own business or anything mm. like that. So it's just something that I really tap into my community just to kind of have a mix of all, you know, career, entrepreneurship, life. Um, so it's something that, you know, I'm very excited. I mean, it kicked off the beginning of this year in May. Um, of course, July, I had to take a pause because I got sick, um, right? That's what happens. I had like no voice, but it's just something. And I said it in the podcast, so you probably listen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm back. It's been a month. I had no voice. Um, so again, it's all about keeping it real. I mean, if you know me, my clients could say the same thing. I always keep it real. I'm just myself in every way is either you accept it or you don't, right? Like it's right. just, there's nothing more I can is. do. <laughs> so <laughs> now talk to us about some of the, you know, the positives and some of the drawbacks when it comes to being a social work, a social worker. Like you said, you worked in family trauma. That's, that can take an emotional toll on anybody. I don't care who you are. So talk to us about some of the things that are gratifying about being in that space and then some of the things that that can kind of wear on your spirit a bit. Of course. I mean, so I, I and thank you for saying that, you know, primarily of my experience, I've been working with children and families, but I have worked in different settings. I have worked, you know, within the hospital space, you know, foster care, shelter system. So it's just something that, you know, again, I, I am in some circumstance, I am grateful that, you know, my past experiences have shaped who I am today, coming from a place of like back then I did have, you know, supportive supervisors that allow me and gave me the safe space to process if needed. Of course, it's not something that everyone will always encounter, especially within this profession. So it's just something that, you know, try to, this is where networking comes in. You always want to make sure what you're getting yourself into. So it's also coming from a place of, the highs and the lows when they say it's just something that as for me, I always knew that my journey was not going to end there. Again, this was way before career coaching, entrepreneurship. I'm like, this is not it. Like I am meant to do so much more. And mind you, I was saying that I was saying that, you know, in my early twenties, I'm like, I like there's this is not it. Like I, I went to school, you know, graduate honors, but they're just there is so much more. I just don't know it yet. Again, this is little Harlani talking, but it just right. coming. And I would say, right. And if you say, if you know what I'm talking about, you're a social worker, right. In our, in our childhood work. Um, <laughs> so it's just something that, again, it's, it's something that I had to learn how to process, but it's just really gave me that level of awareness that I know now to really, really be strict with my own boundaries um, and just know my limits, right? So it's just something that regardless of what profession you are in, I know I, we, we've been talking a lot 
social worker this and social work that. This is the same concept for any profession that you're in, law, teacher, I mean, the helping professions. Mm -hmm. So it's just something that only you know your limits and only you know your boundaries. And there's so much power in being able to walk away um, and just say like, hey, this is not for me. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So you're about two, three months into recruiting now? Four months, actually. How time flies. Four months. Wow. (laughs) So same question. What are some of the uh, what are some of the challenges you're seeing as you step into this new space? I mean, I would say. The only challenges is just, you know, we have roles and sometimes we're not able to fill them, right? So it's just (laughs) something that those can be challenges in any agency, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just coming from a place of being able to find the right person and the right cultural fit for, Mm -hmm. you know, basically the schools that we currently have. So, I mean, and then, of course, the the absolute is just I have fun. It doesn't feel like I'm working. I'm just... I'm talking to people all day. Hey, you need a job. You know, like we're, I'm just on LinkedIn, you know, on Facebook, you know, getting on calls. I'm just, I'm having a blast. And many people cannot say that about their job, but I'm literally having a blast because I, for me, it doesn't feel like work because it's something that, again, going back to on a personal level, like mm-hmm. this is who I am. I'm literally that, fa- think about it. I'm literally that family member in a party that's talking about goals. It's like, hey, you want to go to college? Talk to me. What's your goal? What's on your mind? <laughs> like, that's just who I am. And my family would definitely pre- <laughs> definitely say that, yes, that's her. Like, she would not shut up talking about school and goals and interview prep and all those stuff. So it's literally, like, it's literally in me. So it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like, again, every job has ups and downs, but it's just something that, I'm having fun. Let's see where this goes. That's that's my mentality. That's awesome. That's awesome. So sh- share with us some of the things that you're you're doing on the two different boards um, that you're a part of now. How did you get into that? What what type of you know w- responsibilities that put on your shoulder? Walk us through that. Of course. So I I'm I'm gonna go back to LinkedIn. Like I would say LinkedIn changed my changed my life. And I'm about to like do a post or or video. It really <laughs> did because like it's just a platform that truly does open opportunities. You know, I was able to be on both boards and 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 have people advocate for me to be on these boards and all those things because of LinkedIn. By me just again starting with just sharing content giving value and just coming in this platform with just being yourself, your most authentic self, like it really opens opportunity. So that's my advice for anyone who's currently, whether you're a job seeker, whatever it is, like just come on the platform. Even if I don't want you to wrap your head so much about content, because I'm everyone's like content, content, but mm-hmm. start engaging, right? Like don't be afraid to add your voice to the platform, but going back to the boards. So for NASW, which is the National Association of Social Work, it's in every state. Um, I am, since I live in New York City, I am part of their particular, you know, chapter. When And I'm a co-chair in their chapter that I am basically, um, you know, in charge of recruiting leaders to apply, right, to be elected for current positions within the board. So that is something, again, more of that recruiter and that marketing. (laughs) Again, this is just something that I do. And I do that for free. This is just something that out of my day I do. So it's just more of like 
me um, really promoting the board and just, you know, speaking to people offline about, you know, the benefits of joining this association on a volunteer basis. Um, because, you know, like any board, you may have a president, a secretary, a treasurer, um, all those things. So that's pretty much when it comes to the National Association of Social Work. Now, the other board, which is, I would say my baby, because I'm an active board member there. And I've never been a board member before. Like, again, I'm a co-chair of a chapter, but this one, I'm actual active board member. So the Latino Social Work, wait, the Latino Social Work Scholarship um, and Coalition Fund. My brain has been a long day. Um, It's a... It's a it's an association here in New York City, and we raise funds and we grant scholarships to social work students within a Latinx community to them for be able to attend, you know, social work schools and earn their MSW degree, which is amazing. So I am, of course, LinkedIn. My particular role really is investing on that professional development, bringing, you know, social workers to the particular, to be a part of the board, you know, really coming from that place of that, that marketing within the particular association. So I'm using all of my skills again, really. um, And again, this is something that I was recently elected to this board at the beginning of the year. So this is all brand new to me, Um, but I'm just excited. We have so many amazing plans coming up, so many opportunities um, just to, again, network and just, again, going back to when I said I'm on a mission to uplift this profession, I was not playing. Like I am really invested. I love that, I love that. (laughs) So was the the first company that you, the first um, foundation that you co-chair, you were doing recruiting for them prior to thinking about going into recruiting. Correct. <laughs> because again, it, it, for me, it's a thing mm-hmm. like for me, it didn't feel like, Oh, I am recruiting. I am. A rec- yeah. I was just like, let's do just it. Networking, okay, reaching out. Exactly. Pretty much networking, finding people, because here's the thing. When I was a supervisor, I had to recruit as well. I had to go find staff. I had to be like, Hey, are you looking for a job? I want to interview you here. You're hired. So I did all of that. I had all of those, particular skill set already of course and throwing in linkedin and networking like come on like i'm just a force to be reckoned with i mean that's that's what i say honestly because it's all of those skills piling up (laughs) but i'm kind of like again putting in my in my toolkit pretty much (laughs) got it so social worker recruiter now career coach podcaster and speaker I totally forgot. You see, I do so much with this. (laughs) I am a speaker. I I host um, workshops. I am, you know, currently contracted with a couple of social work schools here in New York, as well as soon to be, I'm not going to name it, but it's going to be another school across the nation. So I have spoken across, you know, multiple social work schools across the nation, you know, sharing my message, you know, teaching social work students about LinkedIn marketing, personal brand, again, going back to my mission. So I do it all. I do it all. (laughs) So here's the million dollar question. When is the book coming? Everyone says (laughs) that, you know, what's crazy. Like everyone asks me that, but like, that's one thing that I'm like, I want to write a book. Like I, and, and people, but that's never again. I'm young. You never know in 10 years. If I'm like, I want to write a book. I don't know. But it just that's never really crossed my mind. Like I wanna really? I wanna be published, you know, make it a Forbes, hey, speaking to assistant, <laughs> Forbes, LinkedIn top voice, you know, that's something that yeah, I'm throwing yeah. it out in the universe. But in regards to book, 
I it's not not a passion, not yet. Maybe one day. You got even even at this early part of your career in life, you, you it just sounds like you have a wealth of knowledge that you can pour into people. That the fact that you 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 compacted so much in a short period of time, important of a podcast. You know, the social media platform, the leverage, but now that we do, you can start to add so much and you're managing it, right? You're managing your time to where you're saying on the weekends, I'm I'm gone. Whatever you need from me, you better pack it in that Monday through Friday, nine to five or nine to midnight, because come 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 Saturday morning. Pretty much it sounds like a, a, a seven to ten. <laughs> seven to ten, there you go. <laughs> seven to sometimes I have really early client sessions because time zones and all those things. Again, I'm across the nation. So it's just something that I really find what works for me. And again, mm. that's for me. For now, weekends off, that's just my sanity. Of course, if I have a project where I get creative, yeah. not saying I won't, but it just it's I on your turn, time. Exactly. And I would not turn the I would close my computer. Turn off, yeah. like delete the apps. If I have an app on um, iPhone, you can actually turn off your notifications after a certain mm-hmm. hour. People didn't know that. It's actually could you can lock your apps after a certain yep. amount of hours. Absolutely, I, I I'm just out, so I, I didn't care what happened. My kids are <laughs> home. We're all locked in. Everyone's good. So what what's next for you? I mean, easy. It, it, I don't even know if that question is relevant, but because you do so much already and. And I want to emphasize that you're doing it still so early in your career. I mean, eight years. It, it, looking at you, it's like you started when you was 12 or something. Like, I don't know how you've been in the industry so long uh, and still so young, but accomplished, accomplished so much. So, you know, hats off to you. Congratulations. Very impressive. But what's what's next for you? Aside from getting married soon, so. Yeah, so trying to plan a wedding during pandemic, it's not fun. But <laughs> one day, um, I would say teaching. I okay. feel like teaching will definitely be the next path for me. Is that university teaching? Yes. Okay. University teaching. Um, more like adjunct because, of course, mm-hmm. I don't have my doctorate. So I would say that will be in the next path for me, teaching. And and this doesn't have to be um social work. It can be... Which I also wanted to mention because I know people are watching like, oh, my God, I'm not a social worker. There's no way that I can work for her. I make exceptions. If you're a mental health counseling, you know, if you're within that particular realm, please do not feel that I won't work for you. It's just when it comes to the marketing, I throw social work. But if you're a mental health professional, please feel free to reach out to me. My doors are open to you. I have worked with mental health professionals. I also right now currently am contracted with. Toro College, you know, their mental health counseling program. So it's something that, again, when it comes to teaching, career development, maybe, who knows? But it's just something I say for me, teaching is one. And I also um, want to create a course, not program. I'm talking about like a course to be in schools. Yeah. Right, like a curriculum or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really want a huge emphasis. And I always say this every time people ask me on equity and the workforce. I really want students. And yes, people have career development and all those things. But I feel like there's just something more because there's a huge disconnect mm-hmm. from when students graduate. It's just regardless. Again, I'm not saying any anything bad about career development and all the amazing people that are in the department. I'm just saying I feel like there needs, there needs to be something more. 
to be able to prep, you know, students for entry into the workforce. Love that it. needs to focus one step deeper. I mean, you it's um, the fact that you're, you're so niche is good. I, and I, obviously, you, you're just going to continue to explode and do some amazing things uh, just because you, you have the pedigree for it. Right. Uh, you know what you're talking about. You have success externally by coaching folks. But then the stuff that no one sees unless you share it, like you said, you're contracting with so many schools. You've been recruited because they've seen the value you bring on this platform. Like if have you ever took a Saturday and thought about like, wow, my timeline from when I started, graduated, completed my master's into boom, where I am now. Like all the time. Like <laughs> so let, let, let me piggyback because people probably obviously I'm young, but when I say eight years, mm -hmm. so I do want to stress, and this is the reason I'm gonna disclose this is because I want everyone to see like your life can change the moment you put yourself out there. So I started in the social work field, right? Like working in foster care, like case management around like 2013, um, 2012, around which basically is eight years ago, right? So really coming from that place of being in direct practice with the shelter system. But at that time, I only had my bachelor's. Then I got it. But that still counts because I'm still, you know, it's still pretty still much working. in the field. Mm -hmm. So I graduated with my MSW from Fordham because I went, I did the three-year part-time program because I work full-time. I only graduated three years ago in 2018. So I've only had my MSW for three years. And look how everything has come into friction in this short period of time. So what I'm trying wow. to say is if you have an idea, just do it. Just do it. The one thing that I want everyone to know the biggest and the only barrier that you will have when it comes to maybe, you know, starting a blog, you know, your own business, it's going to be your mindset. It's going to be your mindset and your own roadblocks. That's pretty much it. Once you overcome that, you're unstoppable. So that's pretty much my advice because that's, and people ask like, what are the challenges of entrepreneurship and battling everything? My mindset. I have my days that I'm like, can I do this? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> right? Like, so it's just something that. Yep. It's just your mindset. There's nothing That's else. Cool. Love it. Love it. And, and, and I can share this person because I know, folks, she is she is animate about saving her time. I was like, what about we could connect to talk about, you know, this coming <laughs> on? I said, yeah, I'm free on Saturday. She was like, nope. Nope, that's my time. I was like, oh, well, okay. All right. I get I it. I hear that all the time. They're like, respect, respect. And I'm yep, like, I get it. Because here's the thing. The moment you allow a little bit, then you're like, uh, and then it'll continue. And I, and I had to learn that the hard way. Like when mm -hmm. I first started, again, this is what works for me at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was doing so much that I was like, it wasn't fun. I was burning myself out. And <laughs> I don't have kids at this time. I have dogs. I'm a dog parent. But you have to think long term. I'm like, yep. if I have kids, how is this going to be sustainable if I don't give myself moments to breathe? So it's just something that you have to set limits. Again, if weekends is your only time, please be my guest. Go ahead. But it's just something that only you know what's going to work for you and your schedule and your life. Well, on that note, I want to be mindful of <laughs> your time, <laughs> Charlena. <laughs> so if you can share with the folks where they can find you and then leave us with um, what, maybe something like one of your best quotes that keeps you going. Awesome. Of course. So please follow me on LinkedIn, Harlene Vasquez. I'm on Facebook by my name, Harlene Vasquez. And I'm on Instagram by my business name, Your Evolved Mind. 
make sure to check out my podcast, Social Work Insider. And like I mentioned, if you're not a social worker or mental health professional, still feel free to connect with me, message me. And at this time, I actually have applications open for my signature program, Social Work Graduate Academy, designed for new recent social work grants and social work students graduating this fall. So if you're interested, feel free to add, you know, connect with me. All the information is in my bio. Like I said, that's the container I have for this year, but if not, stay tuned for the new year as spots will open up then for private coaching for social workers in all stages. But regarding my quotes, um, I, 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 even though I don't know who created this quote, I would say you got this, yeah. like you got this. It's just something that like sometimes, yeah, you, you got, that's like me giving myself my own pep talk. Like you got this, this is it. It's either, or it's now or never. That's the other one. Ooh. It's now or never. I Yeah, I think I use it's now or never more than you got this. I think you got this is more of like a little pat on your back. But it's now or never is the one that pushes me to take risks. I love that because it's right to the point. Instead of someone, we all try to get so philosophical and deep. And it's like, it's, it's, it's now or never. It's do or die. You got this. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> love it. Thank you so much for your time, your expertise. Uh, your spirit, your energy, your passion for what you do. Um, I look forward to to watching that journey and definitely having you back uh, once you hit that next milestone that you, you're willing to share. And uh, everybody, follow the podcast. Jump, follow her on LinkedIn. This young lady is about to explode even more. But I appreciate your time, and we'll, we'll see you next week, folks. Bye, everyone. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am.